0: Welcome to Jay Madison's Rural America. It's a journey through the stories impacting rural economies and country lifestyles. Jay Madison's Rural America is also a production of Jefferson County Economic Development. Now here's
1: Jay!
2: And hey there folks, welcome to Jay Madison's Rural America. I am your host, Jay Madison, uh, sitting next to our co-host here, Ron Robbins, who joins us just about every time we decide to do yeah, a podcast. Yeah,
0: Jay, uh, I'm kind of getting used to this uh, late week uh, endeavor here. <laughs>
2: Well, you know we we plan it for the rainy days, Ron. Yeah, it's it, not it's not hard. So you no, know,
0: there's been a lot of them.
2: No, it's uh, a little wet out there right now in the fields.
0: Well, yeah, this morning I didn't know if we were should prepare for uh, Halloween or Thanksgiving or whether it was <laughs> uh, uh, leading up to Father's Day here in June. But uh, yeah, 59 degrees here as we speak. Uh, cloudy and uh rain about every other day so we talked about that last week a little bit this lake is uh it's giving us fits this year jay
2: yeah it sure is uh lots of precipitation coming down and we need a we need a good solid month of hot dry weather if if we uh
0: we certainly do we uh we need uh, this temperature to ramp up and uh i actually put a call in we know we had sean hackett on uh uh
1: Few weeks weeks ago, ago, and
0: uh, talked about weather. And Sean's my go-to, and uh, I haven't heard back from him yet. This morning, here I'm I'm hoping he can give me some news that this pattern is going to going to shift for us here. Well,
2: let's hope so, because it's uh, not only is it bad for the farmers, but it's also bad for me. I just get kind of grumpy. Uh, when it, when this weather occurs and then poor Marshall he's got to put up with me here in the office yeah
0: well you know we're headed into tourist season here and the, along the lake and the river so for the for the summer businesses it's really important we start to get some some yeah. heat and some sunshine yeah
2: yeah we need uh we need something to help the people get out and about well speaking of marshall we're talking about marshall weir the deputy director for jefferson county economic development and we uh have him joining us here on the podcast this morning good morning marshall
1: thank you jay and ron pleasure to be here well, of course it is <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> And incidentally my lawn looks outstanding you know regarding the 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 rain and well, the weather
2: well good you know. for you yeah. come on over
1: and mow my lawn
2: jeez my lawn's like a jungle out there i get one section mowed and then i have to go do something and in the meantime the other sections turn it into a jungle and it's i just can't keep up with it this year so you know, and, of course, Ron, he's got one of those little itty-bitty lawns in the city Yeah, bragging yeah,
0: about. He yeah. <laughs> probably has a lawn service at that. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> no. It's called his kids.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they don't do a good enough job. <laughs> so are so not you, allowed to do
2: it. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Well, they do a good enough job for me, Marshall. Bring them on out. Uh, know, I'd even yeah. feed them and pay them. <laughs> But uh, well, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this is your first time on it, so uh, glad to have you here. Now you've been leading here for Jefferson County Economic Development. You've been leading the charge on a new grant program.
1: Yes, we this is the first of a couple that we're going to be uh, um, putting out there. Um, this one is Small Business Productivity.
2: Okay, small bu- small business productivity. So explain what that means, please.
1: Okay, so this grant is geared for small businesses with less than 25 employees. Okay. It's up to $10,000. Now, your project could be more than $10,000, but that's all that we can afford in this particular grant per project.
2: So you can apply up to ten thousand dollars.
1: For the for grant funds up to ten thousand dollars. But again your project could be fifty thousand dollars.
2: Okay. And actually there's a matching requirement for
1: this. Uh yes. So the grant will pay up to eighty percent of the project. Okay. So um let's say that you're Project is ten thousand dollars. You would be responsible for two thousand dollars of that, and the grant would pay eight thousand dollars.
2: Okay. Now, is is this a competitive grant program, or uh, is it you know a- any project will
1: get funded? No, not any project will get funded. But if it falls under things like um, you know, so when we're putting this together, we were thinking, how are we going to make small businesses? more efficient with their current labor. So they do more business with the amount of labor that they currently have, or with the tightening of our labor force, and it's hard to get employees. Uh, We know that that's a a real challenge. Um, Helping them do more business with less. So things like if you're a restaurant, for instance, and I just talked to someone this morning about it, a point-of-sale service for your waitstaff. I was just going to yeah.
2: ask about that. If you, if you wanted to purchase a better point-of-sale program, software program, yep. that helps you serve the amount of customers you're getting, but with the reduced amount of staffing that everybody is seeing, that is something that could potentially be funded.
1: Absolutely. Um, and, you know, as we were talking about my lawn, um, <laughs> if there was like a... Uh, You know, and this is important. A lawn service that needed a larger mower because they didn't have enough people to mow or rake or any of those kinds of things. Um, That would be another one. But equipment, software, things like that, and there might be things that we haven't thought of that could you know fall under the productivity of your employees. Um, So, you know, our thoughts are: doesn't hurt. The application is easy and quick. It might take you 15 minutes, might take you a little bit longer if you don't have all of your information together. But, again, it's not very long. Fill out an application. Let's talk about it and see if we can get you funded.
2: So, for example, Mangy Moose Productions, a very important uh, production Critical. company here in yeah. Jefferson Critical. County. If if Mangy Moose Productions needed a giant lawnmower to mow their lawn.
1: Not going to be funded. <laughs> <laughs> Damn.
2: <laughs> Ron, I think he caught on to where yeah, I was going I with he, that.
0: I think he knew before he even started, Jay. So, you know, what about things like uh, accounting software and other things to help businesses be, you know, maybe more efficient in, in understanding their finances? Does that kind of fit? Absolutely. That would, yeah. Um, especially things like, you know, if you're moving from,
1: say, you know, hiring it out, yeah. Uh, to some, maybe some um, uh, accounting service or software that would help you do it for less money in the mm-hmm. long run. That's a big time efficiency. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: That's, and that's a g- another good example, too, yeah. that we, I, I, we hadn't talked about as examples is, you know, account, accounting software or something like that that would help your business. That, that's a great example. Uh, well, now, the program is open. Is it? Is there a deadline for applications, or how does this work?
1: This is a rolling application, and it's open until the funds are exhausted. And there's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars available. So, um, you know, if there was twenty-five ten thousand dollar projects, and we haven't really seen that. Uh, most of them are coming back, and they're in the you know four to eight thousand dollar range. Um, but um, I would say that people should start filling out that application, because there there is a limited amount of funds that are available. And this was through the ARPA funding, um, uh, and we're working with Jefferson County Legislature on this.
2: The ARPA fund funding is the American Recovery Program? Yes. Okay, I don't know what the last day a- uh, American
1: Recovery Act.
2: Uh, American Recovery Act. Yeah. Uh, and this was allocated through the Jefferson County Board of Legislators yes. to the Jefferson County Industrial Development Agency. Yes. So uh, we appreciate that support from the County Board of Legislators for Small Business here in Jefferson County. Yep. So it is a rolling program, which means there's not a deadline, but there is a limited amount of funding. Yes. A very limited amount of funding. And so if you're a business out there that, uh, you know, is interested in this don't wait don't wait
1: act act quickly and um you know we want to get this this money on the street as soon as possible
2: okay are there any businesses that are not eligible for this program um other well, than Mangy Moose Productions. Other
1: than, you know, any business that any employee has, <laughs> you know, as a uh, side hustle. Um, then, I don't then, hustle well, anybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't lack of hustling. Well, you're hustling. I I'm guess.
2: hustling, but I'm not
1: <laughs> hustling anybody. Uh there's no hustling. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um businesses over 25 employees, really. Um, okay. But, you know, but again, um, that's a hard number, but you know, there's a lot of different businesses out there. I suggest you call us here at
0: 315-782-5865. Ask for Marshall and let's talk about it. Okay. Uh, So uh, just real quick, Jay, um, one question. So what do you actually need in the application? Do you need like a project budget?
1: A a project budget is a question on the application, a narrative of what you're doing. Okay. Um, And, you know, of course, things like 911 address of your business we have to confirm you're in Jefferson County um, name phone email um, but there's not that much I think there's uh, only 14 questions hmm. this is not what? a um you know federal government grant or that state are- grants <laughs> that are wildly. very complicated and um, not that they're overly complicated either but you know, and we're not looking for keywords. You don't need a consultant to fill this out. Anybody can do it.
2: Sure. Okay. Now, um, where would they find the grant application?
1: At JCIDA.com. Okay, that's JCIDA.com. Yep, it's on the right side. There's a, there's a, uh, a link there on the right side in big red letters. It says Small Business Productivity Grant. Click here. Uh, so you know it's pretty easy to find
2: and um, again no deadline to apply but there's a limited amount of funding so folks if you're going to apply for this grant uh, you need to do so very quickly you can call
1: marshall at 315-782-5865 all right well marshall thank you anything else that we've missed Uh, We have another grant coming out very soon. uh, How come you
2: got all that money? You got two
1: grant programs. I only have one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This one is going to be for rental properties that were, during the pandemic, if a landlord um, had to delay maintenance on a property, um, that, too, is going to be a $10,000 potential grant award. Um, There's a little bit more money in that, meaning we might be able to, um, affect positively more, um, businesses, but, uh, you know, that one's going to be coming through where it's, um, if you have less than seven rental units, um, yeah, you can do some deferred maintenance that you that you couldn't do because you weren't getting any income from your um, from your renters.
2: All right. Well, we'll get you back on the podcast uh, when when you have that program ready to roll out. We'll let folks know about it. Great. Well, Marshall, thank you very much for joining us uh, here on the podcast, and uh, we'll let you go here in just a second. And uh, Ron and I will talk about. Unless you'd really like to stay for we'll oh no. Well, you po- can stay. You can <laughs> stay. You want to stay?
0: Well,
1: I, I have work to do. <laughs> Um, oh wait
0: a minute!
2: Here, are you making that. an implication about Ron and I not working when we're in no, here? No, oh, uh, how do yeah. you take that, Ron? No, I
0: was a little, oh, I felt a little punch <laughs> in the gut there. <laughs> yeah, that didn't, I was just working for the people of Jefferson County here. Got get stuff done?
2: And, and we're not. No,
1: no we you are. <laughs> everybody is. We're all doing it.
2: <laughs> Oh, this is gonna be fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous yeah. about closing that door. Yeah. what's gonna be said here?
2: <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna say goodbye to. Uh, uh, Marshall, thank you very much for joining us, sir. Thank you very much. Well, Ron, I would say that that was fun having Marshall yeah, on the show.
0: Yeah, it's it's always fun to pick on your colleagues, right? Jay? <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs>
2: you know, it, and you know, it's his first time on the yeah, on so, the so you know, it's, so. it's
0: good initiation. Yeah,
2: we got to break them in a little yeah, bit, and, and yeah. knowing that some of the board members listen to the podcast religiously, they'll, I'm sure, they'll have a few good words. Yeah, to they'll say. get a
0: kick out of that. So, Jay, you had a busy week last last week with the with uh, the parade, the Jefferson County Dairy Parade, which yeah. was I actually drove a truck. Yeah, in the it was parade, great to see you there. And uh I was just truly amazed at all the people that were out <laughs> and how big the parade was this year. Yeah,
2: I mean we've had some good parades. Um last year was last year was our largest until this year because of COVID. Everybody yeah. came out. We had, you know, right around 8000 people last year according to all of my people that helped me track the crowds along the way i'm going to say we surpassed the 8000 mm-hmm. people this year which is just phenomenal and then the actual parade itself <laughs> the, the the crazy part was Ron, there was times when i was starting to think about cancel canceling the parade mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because early on trying to get a, re- a, yeah, a response from people <clears throat> Um, it was it was really uh, touch and go. I mean, it, just a couple weeks ago, I was like, oh, man, this is going to be the smallest dairy parade ever. Well, then they came out of the woodwork, but even then I wasn't sure that it was really going to be that big of a parade mm-hmm. because my equipment dealers were telling me, ah, you know, we might be able to get a piece of equipment or two. Um, but you know it won't be much, and you know there's times when they make up a lot of a lot of the parade. Well, this time, uh, this time uh, it was you know it, that's what they were telling me. It, and then at the parade when we were doing the lineup, uh, I'm like, holy cow!
0: Uh, yeah, I mail a couple of the equipment dealers. My God, they straight. They were streaming in there. I didn't think there was ever an end to the amount of equipment they were bringing.
2: Yeah, and then one of the companies, and I I won't mention their name, but one of the companies was trying to get to the parade and had a breakdown and couldn't make it. So I felt bad for them because they made a huge effort and just couldn't get there. Uh and even you, you don't you had two tractor trailers right, there. Right,
0: yeah. And
2: yeah. uh so you know with all of that, I had fire departments showing up that hadn't registered. Mm. Um plus we had the most high school bands we've ever had, with eight uh being there. Uh one new band, uh the Sandy Creek uh marching right, band. Right. Um yep. so that was nice to have them show up. And we had Downbeat Percussion, the uh, uh, drum line for the Buffalo Bills. They were there. So it was just phenomenal. I had people down the parade route uh, later on telling me, oh, my God, Jay, this was the best parade in Jefferson County ever.
0: And I, I really thought that it moved along very nicely. Even with all the bands, uh, The you know, you were able to continue to move along, and it went, it went really smooth, other than I hear... <laughs> At the beginning, it didn't go so smooth.
2: Yeah, we had some issues at the beginning, like dodging cars. I've never i've I've run the Jefferson County Dairy Parade for fifteen years now. And the biggest thing that ever happened is a lady giving birth in the middle of the parade one year, <laughs> yeah. which that's pretty big. Yeah, uh, yeah. but you know uh, they took care of her. They managed to get her out of the parade route and off to the hospital, and the parade yeah. continued. This year, before the parade began, um, all of a sudden the police came up to me and said, "Hey, uh, just so you know, we've had uh, we've had some problems with cars." run into barricades. Mm. I'm like, really? And they said, oh, yeah, one car drove right through the barricade. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, you know, I thought, okay, well, it's over. And my equestrian color guard was very late getting to the, that's why it was so late actually getting started is the uh, color guard was, I mean, they showed up, I think it was five minutes to seven, and Mm. the parade's supposed to start at seven. And so we were late getting started, I thought, okay, well, you know, the the you know cars running, the barricades are under control now. Mm-hmm. So, I, as always, I walk out into the middle of the street. The horses came out into the street behind me because they were so late, and they were trying to get settled down. They were just they yeah, were very traveling amped in. Up. Yep. And uh, all of a sudden, I turn around and coming up Washington Street uh, from the city was this lady in a white car coming right down the parade route, people crossing back and forth, and she's coming right down the parade route. And I walked out because, you know, I've got those horses out behind me. I walked out and down the street to where Kenny Drugs is, and I'm shouting for her to stop, and I've got my hands up in the air, and she i mean i wasn't real sure that she was gonna stop you know and i've dealt with people like that when i used to work security at a speedway yeah you know you get idiots that just yeah uh, are gonna run you over because they want to get home from the speedway yeah and but she stopped and then the patrol car pulled up behind me and i'm like where are you going and she's like And she got this weird smile on her face. And I'm like, oh my God, she looked like she's all drugged up or something. Wow. So I told her, I said, you pull into the Kinney. I had people move the barricades and I told her to go into the Kinney Drugs parking lot. It finally got her off the street. And she actually was trying to go forward and I wasn't letting her. And that's when the patrol car. Up so
0: nowadays it. I mean you know we we heard about the you know we had the parade in Wisconsin there at, was it was at Christmas time yeah, that so uh, like that yeah. people were run over and uh, you know boy that's scary stuff Jay.
2: Yeah you, you just don't know yeah. and you know to have have it happen four
0: times during our parade that was yeah. unnerving Yeah you know we notice that uh, with farm equipment on the road I you know I guess I'm a, I'm a little concerned I guess you know about our society as a whole it just seems like, and I know I'm probably as guilty sometimes as, as anybody, but it seems like we've lost our ability to have patience. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and maybe even some common sense sometimes, right? Um, and I don't know if the pandemic has altered people's uh, ability to to think in reality or what, but a lot of strange things happen. We see it with equipment on the road. People passing on the right people passing on the left with a car coming at them and you got this huge piece of equipment and it's like just what are you doing yeah.
2: it's just people don't use common sense they're in a hurry to go nowhere yeah and I had that happen on the way into work this morning I there's a, a white uh, lifted pickup truck. Uh, that lives around the corner and he's got stinking mufflers that
0: are oh, louder yeah. than Yeah, loud. I think he goes by our place and rattles the windows sometimes. Yeah,
2: it's it's just ridiculous. But anyways, that's you know, it's his freedom to have that. But I had to laugh. He came out behind me onto the road uh, as I was driving across the bridge heading up uh, 189 towards Adams. Well, wow, he just couldn't wait to get around me as soon as he could, right down yeah. past me, and you know, mufflers just roaring down past, and I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to catch up to you at the stop sign. Yeah, and you Adam. just spent all yeah. that gas, yeah, to show me how powerful your truck yeah. is. Sure enough. <laughs> I pulled up behind. I even got a little
0: tight. <laughs> <Pulling> <laughs> well, up behind it's them. it's really unsafe, and yeah. uh, you know, I just hope that we can get back to the point where I mean we we have a lot of land, uh, you know, on Route Three, and then land on Route Twelve going between Limerick and Shemoe, and oh my God, it's uh, it's scary. Yeah, it really is scary yeah. to be in a piece of equipment because you're vulnerable.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I tell people, because I, I get the question all the time, well, uh, they should pull off the road and get out of my way. And I tell them, no, they have a right to be on the road. They, they have the symbol for a slow-moving vehicle on there. They have a right to be on the road. If they start to pull off the road to let you get by they just became liable for your stupidity
0: yeah and that really creates an unsafe situation it does. for both parties because we're over on the shoulder with this large equipment which it makes you vul- even more vulnerable and then you got a car trying to pass you in what really is not enough room. enough space right. and you got cars coming the other way and the other thing we see a lot is cars passing when in a no passing zone yeah. that is really bad
2: well and that and people need to remember just because you're you're going around a slow-moving piece of equipment equipment whether it's an Amish buggy uh, a piece of farm equipment or some other you know uh, highway department equipment or whatever just because you're passing that does not mean that when when you're on that double solid line that that rule goes away Right, you're not supposed to cross a double solid line or a solid line right. yeah. on your side of the road. You're supposed to wait until the road symbols say this is a passing zone and it's safe to pass. Yeah, and it's 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 it is. It's just ridiculous, and we we've become so impatient and so uh, road rage prone here in our society. Um, that it just it creates our own problems.
0: Yeah, it's, it really uh, does. It's it's really scary, and that's a great point. That uh, you know, even though it's you have a double solid or a solid line, no passing, and even though you can see way up the road, and if there's nothing coming, you're still not legally right. You are able not to supposed
2: to pass there, whether you're trying to go around a slow moving piece yeah. of equipment or not. So. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, the Dairy Parade was fantastic. Thank you for entering it. Thank you for everybody that uh, uh, entered the parade and for all the people that turned out.
0: Well, I think, you know, the, the Dairy Parade has made a real comeback, Jay. I think it's a real credit to you, uh, the efforts you put into it here, but it's also a credit to all the participants every year and and for those that, that make an effort to come out. And, and it is an effort to get Equipment polished up. And, oh yeah, and, uh, and you know, to drive it all
2: the way. Over yeah, to the uh, high school So
0: you know, and it's it's. But you know, hey, it's it's yeah. celebrating our biggest, one of our biggest industries here in the county, and uh, yeah, and it's really become kind of a, you know, a must attend event.
2: Yeah, so. it is. It is tradition. It absolutely is tradition, and uh, we appreciate everybody that enters and comes to the parade. Well, hey, I wanted to um, uh, just give an update for those that have been following our uh, Marshall Weir was in here earlier talking about uh, a new grant that's being offered through our office. I want to give a quick update on the food resiliency grant program, which was released in April and uh, the applications closed here uh, in June. Uh, those applications have uh, been reviewed. Now we're just drafting up the the contract that we need. As soon as we have the contract, we will send notifications out to all of the awardees that they are going to receive an award along with this contract that will need them to sign. So if you're one of those applicants, remember, don't spend the money until you get the notice because if you spend the money in advance, we won't be able to provide the funding right. for it. so uh, just it, it'll be a little bit longer, but we are working on the uh, con contracts for that. so
0: well, I think this is all really good stuff, Jay. there's uh, you know, we all know uh, how important small business is to our economy here locally and the lifeblood of of our rural communities and being able to get some money out there working and with some new projects and new endeavors and helping folks upgrade it's really a tough time right now to run a business yeah, uh, yeah, uh costs are just totally out of control i got my fuel bill for the month of may yesterday and uh Phew, oh my I lord i can't even imagine it was uh just shy of a hundred grand
2: Oh man
0: and uh Jeez. the biggest bill i've ever had previous to this ever at the farm was 40. wow that so,
2: much from four highest fuel bill
0: at yeah. at your farm was forty thousand dollars for
2: any given month
0: was Yeah, for any given really busy time period, you know, spring, fall, where we got a lot of things going on.
2: And you just got a bill for a hundred thousand. Yeah,
0: just shy of a hundred.
2: Sixty thousand yeah. dollar increase.
0: Yeah. Man. How did how do businesses survive this? Yeah. It's a... Uh, It's really scary. Uh, You know, I talked to... uh, And
2: we're not done yet. That's the problem. No, we're
0: not done. We're not even close to being done. I talked to uh, a very good friend of mine, Jack Lyons, who uh, runs uh, Alex Lyon and Son Auctioneer Business, and they have auctions all over the U.S. and Mexico and Canada. And Jack called me this morning. We had a long talk, and we always try to catch up once a month, and he said you know he's he's starting to hear the b word bankruptcy uh, he's getting some calls from businesses that you know are hmm. are really struggling to make ends meet um, he's getting a lot of calls from businesses that just say you know what our assets our equipment's worth more than it's ever been worth yeah and time we, to go we're done time to go yeah yeah
2: it's 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 unfortunate, but that's what we're running into. Yeah, especially because you know this labor situation—it's uh, not going to get better from the projections I've heard. Uh, we're looking at ten years.
0: Yes, uh, yeah,
2: of the labor situation being as difficult yeah. as it is. There's no easy fix to this. No,
0: no. The pandemic kind of kind of accelerated the trend that was in place, where you know we had the big generation and the baby boomers retiring and there was a lot of those people and uh you know their replacement in the workforce is a generation where there wasn't a lot of people mm-hmm. and uh you know what people weren't having as many kids they were having them later in life and uh and of course uh then we lost a lot of females in the workforce with the pandemic with right. child care issues and school issues and everything else and so we've had We've had these forces impact our labor force that, uh, you know, are not going to fix themselves overnight. No,
2: no, this is this is a long-term problem. And that's why, you know, here at Jefferson County Economic Development, we're doing the things that we're doing to try and help uh, businesses uh, recover and to figure out how to grow. Yeah. Given the circumstances, Yeah, um, it's, you know, uh, the programs that we're, and we're working with other, I shouldn't say it's just us, it's not. We're working with all of the other e- economic development agencies and uh, workforce agencies and so on uh, to look at whatever way we can to try and assist, uh, you know, our business community in dealing with the issues and trying to grow because some businesses do have opportunities it's just how do you work through the problems yeah. that are going on, like the fuel costs. How yeah. do you how do you get through that? Right. So it's uh, it's a real challenge. It's a real challenge, um, and um, <laughs> there's no
0: easy solutions no, at all. To none this. whatsoever. So let's just hope we can all be resilient.
2: Yeah. Well, that's that's going to be the bottom line for the next two years at least, and for the workforce issues, probably a decade is resiliency try and figure out how to how to maintain what you're doing and find a new way of doing some parts of that you know that uh task so well all right ron i think we've gone through uh, gone through a show here and not yeah. even realized that holy <laughs> cow i just looked at the uh, clock and it says time to quit
0: yeah yeah so. well it's been fun jay as always and uh it's always good to get some of this information out there to uh, listeners.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. And we appreciate you coming in out of the field. Of course, the rain made it a little bit easier. Yeah, for the yeah.
0: We need. Uh, let's hope we get some dry summer weather here. Yeah, let's hope so.
2: All right, folks, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in to J. Madison's Rural American. We hope you come back next week.
0: Thank you for tuning in to J. Madison's Rural America. Make sure to join us weekly. If you have any questions about the show, call Jay at 315-782-5865. For more information, visit www.agricultureevents.com or jcida.com. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Jay Madison's Rural America.